You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Number three, getting started on a Wednesday. Chad and Zay with you. This sounds like a song that maybe the TCU fans would hold up the hypnotoad during. Get the colors going. Get the colors flying by. I like the vibe here, Zay. What is it? Yeah, it's a good vibe. We Good Instrumental by Fabulous. Oh, okay. It is fabulous. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it's a jam. It's a-, a jam. Absolutely. I like that. Uh, we'll see if the Longhorns look fabulous tonight against TCU. Texas men taking on TCU. That's an 8 o'clock tip. 7.30 start for you right here on the Horn. We've been talking about that today. We've been talking Cowboys today. Cowboys bucks. For you Cowboys fans, if they win, blank. If they lose, blank. Some Cowboys fans have told us they want McCarthy and Kellen Moore gone either way. And by the way, Kellen Moore has gotten some interest from Carolina. They've been uh, they've asked if they can interview him when it comes time. So that's out there too. Dan Quinn and Kellen Moore once again getting attention from some NFL teams. We'll get into a football a little football discussion. Hit uh, as many things as we can right now on the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline. We do it every Wednesday about this time with Chip Brown of Horns247.com. Check out the flagship podcast. Also check out that Morning Brew article. It hits you each and every day at Chip Brown 247 on Twitter. Chip, how are you, man? What's going on, fellas? What up, Chip? Boy, there's a lot of directions we could go, but uh, why don't we start with old Gary P. I was driving in today and uh, listening to Light the Tower, and I heard Jeff Howe mention that you had had an opportunity recently to talk with uh, with Coach Patterson and kind of get a sense for maybe where he is right now. For Longhorn fans that might be interested, uh, what can you tell them uh, about Gary P.? Yeah, I mean, I think Gary, um, I talked to him on Monday. Uh, he was in L.A. for the TCU National Championship, uh, what turned into a debacle. <laughs> but, um, you know, he he said that, uh, I said, are you going to be back at Texas? And he said, I might. And he said um, that, you know, he never really took any time for himself. He got let go at TCU, and then he started at Texas in January of last year. And, you know, he he said that his time was really uh, valuable this past year at Texas because he, you know, he wanted to see how another program does it. He wanted to see how Sarkeesian, you know, operates offensively, how he practices, how Jeff Banks does special teams, how they recruit, and, and Gary helped with evaluating 2023 recruits, um, 2024 recruits. And, you know, he helped Pete Kwiatkowski uh, install that um, quarters match 
pass coverage that Gary uh, had made a staple of his TCU defenses. And, you know, the most heavy lifting he did was the, the opponent scout. You know, he uh, would look at opposing offenses and come up with ideas for how Texas should game plan uh, for those offenses. And obviously uh, the defense was, you know, much improved. We've talked about that this past season. So I think Gary Patterson, you know, had a, a big effect, but he's also got grandchildren. So, mm. you know, I think that's what he's weighing right now. His wife, um, Kelsey, who is a UT grad, by the way, um, you know, she's put up with a lot, including Gary commuting, you know, back and forth between Fort Worth and Austin. So, I think that's what he's trying to decide right now. And, you know, I, I said in my morning brew column uh, that it's probably 50-50. Gotcha. Chip, you just said TCU and that debacle that they showcased on Monday night, just a brutal loss. But, you know, you ask TCU fans down the line, they should be very proud of what they did in 2022 with that game and TCU getting to the national championship in the year that they had. Chad and I, we've been just trying to go over where does that leave Texas and how far along are they compared to a Georgia and a TCU and, you know, just looking forward to this coming up season 2023 yeah i mean i think um you know the the part of the program that needs to take the next step is the offense and i think that comes with maturity at the quarterback position you know quinn yours was he was a true freshman this year i don't care what you know what the what the class designation set on the roster redshirt freshman that guy played a year and a half of high school ball and and then you know got to ohio state late and that that was sort of a mess so you know quinn Ewers said at the alamo bowl that he thought he kind of had things figured out after the oklahoma game after playing well against alabama and then you know, coming back from that sternoclavicular sprain and lighting up OU. But then, you know, he ran into those three high safety defenses, those three eight cloud defenses, and and the Oklahoma State game happened. And I think that took a, a piece of his confidence away. And, and so, you know, I thought we saw progress. And we talked about that a little bit last week in the Alamo Bowl. Uh, but there's still a lot more for, for Quinn Ewers to, to feel more comfortable about, more confident about, and that will come with his first full off season. Like he's, he's not had that since he's been in high school, either because of other sports or injury. And, and then, you know, at Ohio state, he, he showed up in August. I mean, he didn't have, an off season. And then, you know, when he transferred in, uh, to Texas, he, you know, came in January, but he hasn't been all the way through, uh, after a season going into another season in the same program in the same offense. And so I think that's the big step that needs to happen. Um, and, and it should happen the way that Steve Sarkeesian, um, we know he can dial up plays. I think 
he was searching a little bit this year. And at times it, it, it wasn't the right answer. I mean, he could have run the ball a little bit more. He could have run it a lot more in a couple of games. But, um, you know, he felt like their best weapon was Xavier Worthy uh, because of that, that one play scoring potential. Um, and at times, you know, I think it was a strain on Quinn Ewers. And I think he, um, you know, he needed some check down throws. He needed some underneath stuff. But that's what Steve Sarkeesian was calling. And, you know, it didn't quite work out. And so I think that gets cleaned up or it needs to get cleaned up. And then, you know, um, the defense needs to stay on the same track that it's on. And it's got to replace, you know, more Ojimo and Keandre Coburn and DeMarvian Overshown and Anthony Cook and and uh, Deshaun Jameson. And I think there are guys in the pipeline, um, you know, Jalen Catalan committing to Texas from Arkansas. Uh, that guy's a monster. He was all SEC in 2020 and then shoulder injuries sort of, uh, well, they didn't sort of, they limited him to seven games over the last two years. But if that guy's right, he's an all-conference type player um, and could be a huge difference maker. So, you know, that, that defense has to keep going, and I think they have enough, you know, returning uh, on the defensive line. You know, if Jalen Ford is he's running out of time. He's got five days left to decide. Um, if he's going to put his name in the draft or not. Uh, if he comes back and you've got Jaron Thompson at safety, if you add Jalen Catalan, um, you know, Ryan Watts at corner, Terrence, Terrence Brooks, and all those young corners who are battling Austin Jordan, Xavier Bryce, uh, you bring in Malik Muhammad, uh, Jalen Gilbo. You know, it should be a year where Texas contends for the Big 12, and I think they're going to get picked. Uh, with 10 of 11 starters returning on offense, with Christian Jones saying he's coming back for a sixth year, you know, people are going to be inclined to to pick Texas to, to win the league next year. TCU loses a lot. So, um, you know, that's, that's a year where we should be talking about Texas being in the mix for that um, Big 12 championship. Talking with Chip Brown, Horns247.com. Chip, you mentioned Sark searching. He is now searching for a wide receivers coach. Uh, you were just talking about the offense and the maturation at the quarterback position. Uh, give me some ingredients that, that you're going to look for with this next receivers coach. Forget about what the name is and is it a massive name, but what are the key ingredients for you in terms of the development, recruiting? Um, this is kind of one of those other coaching positions in some people's mind, but how important do you think this is going to be for Sark? Yeah, I mean, it's important because that position uh, is typically a, a key recruiting position for you. And, and obviously, when you've got really talented receivers, um, you know, that's, that, that can be a diva position, we know, mm-hmm. uh, along, with, <laughs> along with defensive backs. Uh, that's typically where your, you know, you might, your diva quotient could be a little high. You got to have a strong personality. You got to have a guy the players respect, uh, who, you know, they'll listen to, and and a guy who can get out and recruit for you. And I, I thought Brendan Marion uh, did a nice job. I mean, you bring in Jonte Cook and DeAndre Moore and Ryan Niblett. 
uh, in the recruiting class, and um, and I know the re- the receiver production fell off, but I think some of that is on Sark. I mean, he, he was the one dialing up all those deep shots, and in at a time where Quinn Ewers probably needed some more underneath stuff to Jordan Whittington, and um, and I don't, you know, that number three receiver position didn't develop. Uh, you know, with Isaiah Nair out for the season, it was sort of a, you know, revolving door at that number three receiver spot. And, and so, you know, there's, there's, uh, you know, there's a lot that needs to be taken care of there. And this is going to be an important hire for Sark. And, um, you know, he needs to take his time and get it right. Chip, you mentioned Jalen Calalong, the transfer safety coming in from Arkansas. They also have Gavin Holmes coming in from Wake Forest to add more depth to that secondary. Is there anything else that Steve Sarkeesian and his coaching staff is looking for in the transfer portal to maybe just add some more depth? You know, maybe at the linebacker spot, Tucker Dorsey's gone, the Marion Overshone, we know he's leaving. It's anything that, you know, Sark and the staff is looking for or should be looking for? Well, I think they're going to be patient because there's two waves of portal uh, recruiting. There's, there's pre-spring and post-spring. And, and I think they're going to, you know, they're going to try and bring in guys like Jalen Catalan, like Ryan Watts, guys they think can come in and be difference makers. And, and I think it'll, you know, there, there's a need. There was def, there's a need at safety. There's, there's a need at linebacker. Um, there's a need even at receiver. Um, and, you know, you, you could argue with Christian Jones coming back that you've sort of satisfied your veteran offensive lineman. Um, and, and that'll be interesting because I think, you know, Christian Jones, is he's going to have to win the job again. I mean, it, that's not a... That's not a certainty uh, because Cameron Williams is a guy who's developing and um, is probably a little more athletic than than Christian Jones, but needs to be really confident in what he's doing so that he can play fast. And uh, and so that'll be interesting to watch because Christian Jones could play guard as well. And so um, you know, but I think they're going to be picky. I mean, Sark said he could see adding two to five from the portal. Now you've got one in Jalen Catalan, two with Gavin Holmes. So I think they're going to be really selective and, and make sure that, you know, last year they found uh, Diamante Tucker Dorsey at linebacker in the portal late. And, and that could happen again because there's that second wave of guys getting in the portal after spring football. Mm-hmm. All right, Chip, let me ask you this, because our Specs text line, they've been blowing us up. Our Where We At Society topic today was crazy. The Rock Raw Heath head football coach got placed on administrative leave because he pushed his team too hard. Chad, we found out it is off-season workouts. This is and off-season football? This is off-season football okay. workouts. Right. And he made his players do 300 push-ups in an hour, and now guys, a lot of guys went to the hospital and stuff, unable to bend their arms, lift arms, got dark urine, sharp arm pain, etc. 
are we just getting into one of those times where kids are soft nowadays or coach should be placed on leave for a reason? And how many push-ups could well, you do back in your day? <laughs> right? You still put oh, doing man. push-ups now. I saw you last week. You look like you still you know, do some push-ups now, too. <laughs> I, I can do about 30 now, you know. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, I, I think this stuff typically happens when there's, when there's other stuff, you know. Like, that's what we heard about. But there had to be some other concerns that the school administrators had um, when when you do stuff like this, and you got to be smart about it, right? I mean, you know, there's a reason the strength coaches are the most important, you know, to me, the most important non-head coaching position on your staff because. Those guys shape minds as much as bodies, and you can't just go crazy. You know, I mean, you can make guys run until they throw up and, you know, do, uh, you know, however many 300-yard shuttles to make guys bend over the the garbage can, but, you know, 300 push-ups, ouch. That's uh, in an hour? I mean, I need, like, Two days to cover that. Three days, four days. <laughs> well, people are people are doing the math, Chip, and it's like five push-ups every minute, or you know, fifteen every five. You know, they're trying to do the math. But I know I get it, but like I, I can do the five push-ups for that first minute, and that second, and that third minute. But somewhere in the middle of that, it's gonna hurt, isn't it? <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. You're gonna be you're gonna be feeling that rip. You're gonna be feeling that. Uh, you, you man, you won't be able to. And I get it. I mean, I've I've we've all hit that wall, you know, where you can't, you can't, you can't push yourself up another, another time. And then once you hit that wall, it, you can't really get it back. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, man, come on, quick, rejuvenate, do something. But yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, that is crazy stuff. All right, Chip, before we let you go, uh, Cowboys Bucks Monday night, who you got? Man, Cowboys. It's got to be the Cowboys. I mean, but what is Dak doing trying to make me, like, just throw me into a panic Yeah, with that performance last week? That was, man, that was hot garbage. I mean, and they can't, we can't get on the Romo coaster. You know, this can't be the, the Dak coaster. It needs to be, man, he's at a point in his career where he should be licking his chops now for these opportunities and... Um, you know, I, I, Tampa, you know how I feel. I, I was there when they got run by the Ravens. I was in, you know, Raymond James stadium this past, um, October mm-hmm. when Brady set the all time sack record and it was, it was head scratching, but then you see him, you know, connect with Mike Evans for three touchdowns in a game. And you're like, uh Oh, they figuring something out here. Um, but it's got to be the Cowboys. I mean, the defense alone uh, has got to to lead them to this win. So I'm going Cowboys. All right. Well, I certainly hope you're right, and I know a lot of other Cowboys fans hope you are right on that one. We will see. That's Chip Brown, Horns247.com. Check out the Great Morning Brew article uh, about the Gary Patterson discussion that he had and some other stuff as well. Check out that flagship podcast each and every week. Chip, we appreciate it, man. Have a good week, and uh, we'll hit you up next week. All right, fellas. Be good.
Good, Thanks, good stuff there. Longhorn wise, sneak in a little Cowboys as well. Be interesting to see what Gary P decides to do. 50 50 on, uh, on that decision. That had to be a wild season for him, man. Come here as an analyst and then watch TCU go all the way to the national title game and then go out there to support them and watch them get hammered Yo, historically by Georgia. Just absolutely blasted. Gary P, you're good, dog. Stay here, 40 acres. Your wife loves it here. She's an alum. Come on. Come on. Hang out. Yeah, hang out. Have a good time. No stress. Zero stress. Why do you want that stress back? Certainly. You don't need that. Less stress. Yeah. Certainly. Yeah, that's true. They don't the burnt orange look good on you this past year. He's not even allowed to have a headset during the game. <laughs> No voices in your head anymore, yeah. right? You're just chilling out. Well, I don't even think he's allowed to have a clipboard on the sideline. You just give ideas when they yeah. ask. That's all Talk you have. to guys. That's all you get to do. All right, uh, coming up, little Why Today Matters on this January 11th. How about another great development in the DeMar Hamlin story? We'll get you that, plus a couple other birthdays, including the birthday of a Longhorn legend today. Next on The Horn. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. Say trick, I know you see us. All these diamonds, all this candy around you. You can't help but see us. I'm pulling out clean, clean. You already know. No. I'm leaning out the drink and I'm smelling like the drove. Stacks in my pocket and my shine on glow. Better recognize a player when he step through the door. I'm pulling out clean, clean. You already know. No. I'm leaning out the drink and I'm smelling like the drove. Rolling in my pocket Almost ready for why today matters. Hmm. Any chance? Any shot? No, you have no chance. No chance. All right, who is it? Slim Thug and the Boss Hog Outlaws. Wow. You're right. I didn't have a chance. I love the name, though. Yeah. The Boss Hog Outlaws? Yeah, Boss Hog Outlaws. Slim Thugger. Houston, H-Town. Oh, is that right? Hold it down. Houston, okay. So Slim Thug and the Boss Hog Outlaws, my new favorite band name ever. That's awesome. Uh, also, we had uh, had a little Chris Norman and Susie Kudrow. Never heard of that. Journey, Anthrax, Chaz and Dave, all on the show today. Nice beat from Fabulous to start the hour. Did I get that right? Fabulous. Is that with an yeah. F? Okay. Yeah. F-A-B-O-L-O-U-S. There we go. It's perfect. <laughs> Normal spelling <laughs> on fabulous. <laughs> uh, don't worry. I'll find a way to make it seem less cool. It happens every time. Yeah, he's like a little bit like Snoop Dogg. He'll say his name in a lot of verses. Well, when you have a cool name like that, why wouldn't you? Right. I'd be spelling it all the time. Let's start all kinds of things with F-A-B and just keep going. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, it's perfect. Uh, Chad and Zay with you. There's basketball on our minds today with Texas hosting TCU. There's uh, also plenty of football on our brains today with the Cowboys getting ready for the Bucks. Some of some fans think we're being a little too hard on the Cowboys today. Just trying to be realistic about it, about what they're looking at. Um, but, you know, just had Chip Brown on from Horns 24 7 he said it has to be the Cowboys, doesn't it? 
don't know if it has to be, but they're favored, by the way. Does everybody realize that? The Cowboys are favored in Tampa. Was it minus three? I saw minus two and a half today. I will double check that right now to see where it is currently, but you know people love to bet on the Dallas Cowboys. I think even if they'd set the Bucks as the the favorite, it would have flipped back the other way. Yeah, Cowboys two and a half. If they're looking forward to just the playoffs and last week doesn't mean anything, then sure. But I think last week meant a little something. I think it meant a little. I am a believer in not make trying to make too much out of it. Uh, like I don't I'm not think I'm not picking the Bucks to win because the Cowboys look like garbage against Washington. It's not that simple. I've watched both of these teams throughout the year, and I just think where we are now, I think it's going to be a you know a close kind of clunkyish game both ways because I don't think either team is that dazzling, and I just think the Bucks are probably going to make a couple more plays. Uh, but I certainly hope I'm wrong. I declared a few weeks ago I I, I want the Cowboys to win this game. I, I want it for them. I don't. Uh, I don't think I don't think there's a deep run in either team, but I like the idea that the Cowboys could match up with an Eagles team with quarterback issues, injuries and stuff like that with Hurts when his coach is saying he's bang, he was, you know, trying to tough through it last week. Even though I don't love the matchup with the Niners, it's a rookie quarterback you're dealing with there, and I don't fully trust any other quarterback in the NFC. You shouldn't. So, you know, the one the one absolute quarterback I have to trust in the NFC is the one they're facing on Monday. Yeah, If they could get by that, then you're going into a whole lot of question mark on injuries and, and scheme and, and youth and all these things. And if Dak can keep it clean, they do have a shot. They do have a shot. But, uh, yeah, I, just, I think it's a tough way to, to start it there. But either way, Zay, you said it right at the beginning when it was laid out. There's a massive headline story coming on Monday night because either Tom Brady's going to lose a playoff game at home. He's going to lose a playoff game at home at 45 and get all the questions about what happens next, or Dak Prescott, Mike McCarthy, and Kellen Moore are going to lose in the wild card round. And if it's even a little bit weird, they're all going to be under the microscope. Yeah, if you're looking at the Dak Prescott situation, I know fans are eager to get Dak Prescott out of there and find a new starting quarterback. Are you going to try to pull a Jared Goff and bring in a Matt Stafford type? Because that's what Cowboy fans must be picturing. Jared Goff, former number one pick, got chosen by the Los Angeles Rams, and they gave up on him, brought in Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford won it in his first year. Now, Jared Goff clearly isn't completely washed. He had a pretty decent year for Dan Campbell in Detroit. But is that the situation that you're looking for? And If so, who is that guy? Because you pay Dak Prescott a lot of money, and we know how loyal Jerry Jones can be. I don't see that happening. So all these scenarios that we're talking about, we just heard Jerry Jones say that Mike McCarthy's seat is good. It's very cool. He doesn't need to worry about that. But how truthful is Jerry Jones being? I don't know. But like I said in the first hour, Chad, if Sean Payton talks weren't going on, would we be having this discussion about Big Mike? And if Dan Quinn, the possibility of him leaving – if that wasn't out there, will we be talking about Big Mike getting canned? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I keep wondering, like, what if if Sean Payton ends up in Denver or L.A. and Dan Quinn gets a gig and Kellen Moore gets a gig? 
it's gonna be the, then then big questions start. Yeah. Then do you leave Mike McCarthy where he is and go after a badass OC in DC, or do you you know do you structure it some other way? Yeah, because Jerry loves Big Mike because ain't no pushback. Right. He's not gonna question anything going on in the front office like other cowboy coaches have that got the boot that should have stayed. Right. And that's I do think that would be Sean Payton's bottom line with yeah. Jerry. If Jerry really cared about it, which I don't think he really does, don't give a damn. I think Sean Payton would push back on him for that. So uh we'll see where all that goes. And he should. Of course he, he should. He should push back. He he should want I think Sean Payton is going to want I don't think he'll want to be the GM. I don't think he's going that far, but I do think he will make sure if he's going to coach again that there's a big there's a football guy at GM. All 31 other teams don't have an owner with all the responsibilities that mm-hmm. Jerry Jones takes on. Nope. They do not. You are right. You say that like it's a pattern. You say that like it matters. <laughs> And it kind of does. It has mattered for, what, 27 years now or whatever it is? All right, so Cowboys Bucks coming up on Monday. Let's get into why today matters. We'll start with another quarterback in the league and then go on to the uh, latest in the DeMar Hamlin story. Here we go. Why today matters. Brought to you by Sinus and Snoring Specialist. Get sinus and snoring relief with Dr. Daniel Slaughter at Sinus and Snoring Specialist. 512-601-0303 or sinussnoringent.com. All right, Zay, let's start with this one. Did you hear what big quarterback name is going to be on the open market in the offseason? I have not. It is kind of official now that Lamar Jackson Ooh, that's right. is available because, if you don't know, Lamar Jackson reps himself. He's his own agent, and they've been talking and trying to figure out a long-term deal. Apparently, they've not been able to do that in Baltimore, so he will be available. He will be a free agent at the end of this year. So now teams around the league have got to think, is Lamar Jackson an answer to any of our problems? And if it is, are you ready to make that commitment? Because deciding Lamar Jackson's your quarterback isn't as easy as just going, I, I think that could work. Oh, you got Cowboy fans losing their mind right now. I'm not necessarily saying it's the Cowboys. I know, but, but with the situation that we got. Yes, if the fans do want to flip out after Monday night, if the Cowboys were to lose to Tampa, and the ones that would say, oh, we got to get rid of Dak, Dak's not the guy, blah, 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 blah. Okay, is that the guy, Lamar? Because you're gonna ha- because if I'll here here's the argument I will make. If you decide that's your guy at quarterback, oh good lord, do you have to change your offensive coordinator? Oh yeah, completely. The next day, Kellen Moore is not the guy to call plays for Lamar Jackson. He no. just ain't. Period. No, that would be absolutely atrocious. But, yeah, Lamar Jackson, what's his ceiling at this point of his career? He's already dealing with injury problems at this point. He might not play against the Bengals this Sunday. So, yeah, I mean, it sounds cool being your own agent and making your own decisions. Right. and You don't have to play pay that percentage that you would normally have to pay to the agent. But still, with Lamar Jackson, with the way he plays will he be able to last when he gets in this 30s because that's what he's going to be looking for he's going to be looking for a long-term big-time contract he's going to go to all of these other quarterback quarterbacks that got paid big-time money and compare himself to those guys and say hey this guy doesn't have an mvp y'all paid him why not me 
And he could say that about a lot of dudes in the National Football League. So, you know, he's an interesting player. And it's going to be interesting what these teams do to, you know, what his value is on the market. Just because him being a running style quarterback where, you know, his arm, it could be good sometimes. It could be bad sometimes. But, again, just with his injury history and the way he plays, you're taking the chance. I'm going to go to a scary moment for Cowboys fans because it just scared me to even think about it. What if Tom Brady doesn't end up in San Francisco next year, but Lamar Jackson does? How about Lamar and that offense? Because that offense is already DNA matched to what he does. Let Jimmy Garoppolo, if Jimmy Garoppolo will be your guy and be your backup and be your safety net there, could that work? Yeah, it could work. If you can win with Jimmy Garoppolo and Brock Purdy, you can win with Lamar Jackson. Snap the ball to Lamar Jackson, and he's got CMC and Kittles out there with him? Yeah, what do you do with that? Are you kidding me? That's a, I, I just scared myself with that idea. That's <laughs> Let's move on to something else. Let's move on to another feel-good version of this uh, DeMar Hamlin story. How about this, Zay? Discharged from the Buffalo General Medical Center today. The team has announced he's now back at home in Buffalo with his family, went through a series of comprehensive medical evaluations as well as a series of cardiac, neurological, and vascular testing. And one of the head doctors says, we have completed a series of tests and evaluations and in consultation with the team physicians, we are confident that DeMar can safely di- uh, safely be discharged to continue his rehabilitation at home and with the Bills. End quote. So amazing. How great is that? So amazing. Shout out to DeMar Hamlin for fighting the fight that he has done. And, yeah, it's it's incredible because we knew him being 24, being in the great shape that he's in, playing in the NFL, it would be easier to come back. Not saying it is easy, but he had a lot going his way. He had a lot on his side. And, you know, people say all the time, especially doctors that are in physical therapy, athletes are the best people to work with and former athletes because they're going to go hard and trying to get as healthy as possible Mm -hmm. due to their work effort in their respective sport or when they played. So you knew DeMar Hamlin would be easy to work with in there. And, yeah, it's great to hear that he's back home chilling. That's big time, man. Buffalo's got so much positive energy on their side. We'll see how it works for them in the playoffs. They start, of course, with Miami. That Buffalo-Miami game is your noon kick on Sunday. So there'll be a lot of positive energy there around that Buffalo team. DeMar Hamlin discharged from a Buffalo hospital. So nine total days in a hospital is all he spent. Wow. That seems like nothing compared to what we saw in that field when you just did not know where that thing was going. Uh, But he's now been discharged. That's incredible. All right, real quick, happy birthday goes to Ben Crenshaw, one of the great Longhorns of all time. Of course, the golf legend is uh, 71 years old today, and I bet Ben could still shoot that today if he needed it. I bet there's a 71 still out there. Uh, Happy birthday to gentle Ben. Hope he's still doing well. One of the great Longhorns of all time. Why Today Matters on this January 11th. Up next, stems and seeds. Before we get out of here, we get you set for Texas and TCU tonight in men's basketball, and we'll hit a couple other notes as well. Don't move. It's the horn. There's only one beer left. Rappers screaming all in our ears like we're deaf. Tempt me. Do a number on a label. Eat up all the MCs and drink them under the table like it's on me. 
Put it on my tab, kid. However you get there, foot it, cab it, iron horse it. You leave it on your face, forfeit. Of course, the mic hold it like the heat. He might toss it. Told her, tell him they stole it. Just about to wrap it up on a Wednesday. Do I have a chance here? Zero. Doesn't sound like I have a chance. Yeah, this is is super underground. Who is it? MF Doom. Rest in peace. MF Doom? He's an underground legend. That's a great name. Sounds talented. Oh, man, he's good. Sounds talented. From You know where he's from? Somewhere in New York. Okay. I want to say Staten Island, maybe Long Island, one of the islands. I like that old school vibe of the, the behind him. Like yeah, the way yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's like real a t- old school. It's like a TV show. Yeah, he would rock a mask. Oh, I like that. So I don't really know what his real face looks like, but he would rock this like, I don't know what... What kind of mask is it? Like when he went on tour and performed, he yes. had a mask on. Yes. Did he? And make- in pictures and stuff, he no. would have like a mask on. Nobody that knew was what his he thing. Nobody knew what he looked like. I mean, some people did, but uh, okay. If you don't really know him, you don't. Any mask vibes? Yeah. Outside of that, in rap, I can't think of any. Yeah. I've never heard of that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, it's fire. That's good. See, I'm a metalhead, and I've always liked. I like the Slipknot vibe right, when they're rocking the masks right. all day. Guar did the thing with the with the the uh, makeup and stuff. A couple years ago, I fell for this band out of Wisconsin called Masked Intruder. They all wear the like you know masks the of different colors and stuff. I love when uh, bands come up with little gimmicks like that, especially when you can live it out. Because if I'm MF Doom and I just want to go to the grocery store, I can do that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I like it. That's what I'm saying. MF Doom, gone too early. Are these eggs fresh? Hey, aren't you MF? Shh. Stop it. I got to be able to come in here, man. All right. I hope you're having a good Wednesday. Lots of stuff out there football-wise as we get ready for the NFL playoffs. We'll get you another note here. We were just talking Lamar Jackson. Got an update on that game. Boy, you want to talk about a game that we think we know how it's going to go. Bengals-Ravens feels like that right now. We'll get to that. uh, Longhorn basketball tonight as well. So let's get you stems and seeds, and we will start with Lamar. No stress, no seeds, no stems, no sticks. Brought to you by AV Consultations, avconsultations.com or 255-8678. We just told you about his contract situation. Looks like he'll go free agency in the offseason. They weren't able to get a long-term deal. Forget long-term. He just missed his 16th straight practice, unable to go after the December 4th injury on that knee. Tyler Huntley, I didn't realize this, Zay, he didn't throw all of last week at all. That's why they had to go with Anthony Brown. And now Tyler Huntley still hasn't thrown a pass. While the media was able to watch practice today, they may have to go with the undrafted Brown again in a playoff game. Yeah, Anthony Brown in his first start was brutal last week. 19 for 44, two interceptions, 286 yards. So, yeah, if you're the Cincinnati Bengals who won that game in Week 18, you're probably like, sign me up. We'll take it. Am I rude for asking why the hell you letting him have 44 attempts? Right? Come on, hardball. We're better than that. The final score of that game was 27-16. Yeah. They didn't beat you 44 to nothing. So they didn't play J.K. Dobbins in that game. Okay. So he'll play in this one. Hopefully the LaGrange native could bring a little something to that That Ravens offense. It should be huge. Yeah. Could also be huge because he's on one of my underdog fantasy gauntlet teams. There we go. Come on, JK. (laughs) I need some yards, brother. Please. Please. Uh, Texas TCU tonight. 
Zay, give the uh, we you gave us the the big the right call segment earlier and laid it all out for us. But um, give me something you're watching for early. Give me a player you're focusing on. Tyrese Hunter, Mike Miles matchup. Okay. That's going to be huge all game. Tyrese Hunter is one of the best defenders in the nation. Let's see if he could slow Mike Miles down for TCU, which the point guard for the Horn Frogs, he's averaging around 20 a game. He's dynamic. And you heard Coach Terry on the Craigway Sports Report, Eddie Lampkin, don't get him going. He's one of the best offensive rebounders yeah, in the nation. Yeah. If he gets going, that could be a serious issue for the Horns, who aren't the biggest down low. So, yeah, if they could control Mike Miles, then that should put them in a good situation to get the dub tonight. Do you absolutely buy in on Marcus Carr as the star of this team? Leading scorer, got to be the dog every game. Yeah, yeah, but that – you know, with the addition to Tyrese Hunter, it allows him to not worry about, you know, facilitating. Even though he's been really good with his assist to turnover ratio this year, Marcus Carr, you know, he, he that's not a focus. He could just go down and score and just hoop, which that's where he's at his best. When he doesn't have to worry about facilitating and getting guys involved like he did last year when Andrew Jones and Courtney Ramey were on the squad, then you know that could be a problem. But now with Tyrese Hunter there, Serge Barry Rice, he's good. I have a quick request of both these basketball teams tonight, Texas TCU, for my entertainment value. Can we get the fast break number up somewhere north of three to three? Because that's what Texas and Oklahoma State did. Let's get that. Let's Yikes. Get, let's get that three to three in fast break points. I need something else. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's so bad. You just take horrible shots just to get it up. Like <laughs> Steph Curry on a break. I don't care. Oh One on God. four. I'm taking the three just because we're on the fast break. We need to. Pick up the pace. That is terrible, dude. All right, so tonight, 7.30 pregame, 8 o'clock tip for Texas and TCU. We'll be back tomorrow for a Thursday show. Continue to get you ready for the Cowboys and Bucks, and we'll start looking at some of those other matchups in the NFL as Wild Card Weekend is almost here. Have a good Wednesday. Ball Don't Lie coming up with Rod and Harge. Basketball tonight at 8. Just keep it right here on the horn. See ya.